You're listening to the Ear B&B Podcast. Let's tune in to hear what Barry and Bill have to share with us today. Yes. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. This is our first edition of an Airbnb story. We decided, yes. yes, we decided to title this Journey into Our Imagination, which is kind of a scary thought, eh, Bill? I, uh, more than a little. It's a lot scary, but that's okay. Yeah. I mean, they should. we should follow this under, like, the horror category in Apple Podcasts. Welcome to our mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think uh, the big reason why we're doing this is a couple reasons. One, we love to do this. We love to create content. Right, Bill? Uh, no. I hate <laughs> creating. <laughs> this is such a chore to me. <laughs> yeah. Also, um, we need something to drive people to the podcast because the lives the lives are great we love doing it and uh you're you're interactive with a lot of people but it doesn't uh it's not the best format because for a traditional podcast because you're interacting with people and that's the great part of it but that also sometimes you forget to say the question sometimes you have a lot of slides it's not the easiest way to do a podcast so this we wanted to do a traditional type podcast and we thought the first one journey into our imagination instead of calling it bill and barry because that's kind of egocentric right yeah. <laughs> i mean but then again bill i get email after email i mean i wake up and i have to sift sift through all these emails saying barry we need to know more about you you know yeah um i've asked my mom to stop writing those uh, <laughs> but um as of yet, she's still sending them. Sorry about that. Well, you, your mom writes me lots of lots of love letters, not yeah. just. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, I, I suppose I started that. So you go did. On. You started it, sir. Yeah. Okay, so you guys, I'm sure, know by now if you're listening. My name is Barry, and that's Bill over there. What's going on? I am Bill. If you. <laughs> So we're on. We're doing this on Streamyard. We're recording just the audio, but we can see each other in this video. And Bill, I, he he's he's a he decided to be a floating head tonight. Yes, I have a green screen behind me, and I am wearing a green shirt today. So all Barry sees is my head floating around. Yeah, I mean, it looks like Madame. Uh, uh, what's the, oh God. Madame Leota. Madame Leota, yeah, from uh, Haunted mm-hmm. Mansion. Mm-hmm. But much By scarier. ringing a bell. <laughs> fake. I see the string. So the, <laughs> we say fake a lot, and the story behind that is, is one time I was on Haunted Mansion, and this kid, every time we would pass by uh, whatever it was, it could have been effect. an effect, whatever, he would point out why it was. He would say, I can, Dad, I can see the string. That's fake. That's fake. So it's become a uh, kind of an inside joke too. When we're on rides, we see like an effect. We go fake, and you know, we just went from there. Fake. <laughs> yeah. So basically, I think the reason why we're doing this tonight is to get to the uh, the story of why Bill and I wanted to do a Disney podcast. But to get to that, I think that we need to ask ourselves some questions. 
So, Bill, the first question I have for you is how, in the first place, did you get into Disney? Uh, well, it, it actually started when I graduated from college. And a couple of my friends uh, said, hey, you know what? We should go and take a Disney trip. So I, I had never been. And I thought, well, that's awesome. That sounds like a great idea. And I went. And it was fantastic. We had a lot of fun, did a lot of stupid things, uh, laughed at a lot of weird things. And I just really kind of fell in love with Disney at that point and said, okay, this is something I need to do more often. And it took me a few years to get back. I brought my niece uh, back and I've since taken her five or six times to Disney, but uh, within the last couple of years, I've had uh, annual passes and uh, getting down there and having lots of fun for that. What about you? What 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 got you into Disney? Well, I believe I mean I, I was never a huge Disney fan growing up as a kid. I mean I've, I I watched some of the movies and everything, and uh, but I, again, I was never a real big Disney fan. The first time I ever went to Disney was my senior trip. And the funny thing is I wasn't even going to go because I actually had a, <laughs> I had a stress fracture in my foot that year and I, I, I wasn't going to go. And, uh, but somebody made me, uh, well, yeah, my friends made me and, and I'm glad I did because I, I tell you what, that was probably my senior trip was probably the most fun that I had sober in my life. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a blast. And so what what about it made it fun? What what did you guys do or how what well, really pulled you in? The first I remember just getting there. I'd never been to Florida before. This was my first time on an airplane, period. So it was a very big experience for me. And um we landed, they took all of our luggage, they took us, they transported us right to the park. And the first park we did was Epcot. And the first attraction I rode was Spaceship Earth. And I just can remember watching it going, this is, this is really cool. You know, I, and I immediately fell in love with Disney dark rides from spaceship earth. I remember at the end when you go out and you see, you know, earth and, and space and everything. I mean, that was like a crazy good effect to me. This was back in yeah. 2002. And from there on in, I was just hooked, absolutely hooked. And, um, Illuminations too was I've never seen a fire uh, a fireworks display like that in my life. I mean, you know, and it was like I was just there with my friends, you know, watching the fireworks, and it was just amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. And um, again, we the funny thing is, I remember every other park uh, on that trip, not really Animal Kingdom that much. Uh huh. And I think Animal Kingdom. When did Animal Kingdom open? I think. It was uh, it was like ninety eight, I think, or ninety nine. Yeah. So it's only been open for a few years by then. So there wasn't a lot of attractions there, you know. So maybe, so maybe that's why I don't remember too much my senior trip there. Um, but yeah, that's basically the reason how I fell in love. Now I didn't, I didn't get back to Disney itself for a while. Uh -huh. But my but my friend, when he went to college, went to the University of Central Florida, <laughs> and we would go there every summer. Yeah. And that's where we would go. Um, every summer we would see him 
and uh, we would go to Universal. We would go to, you know, Disney, all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, that's basically my early experiences with Disney World. That's awesome. Like, the first time I went was the week between Christmas and New Year's. Mm. So it was kind of crazy. And there were a lot of uh, uh, folks who did not speak English. And one of the things I learned early on was that I could start applauding for just about any reason. And there were enough people who didn't speak English there with me that if I did it with enough conviction, others would join in and start applauding too. (laughs) So if you've ever been with me where I have uh, started applause for no good reason, that is... That is the origin of that. That started in Disney World uh, when I discovered that uh, I could uh, clap for no good reason and get others to join in if I did it uh, with enough uh, enthusiasm. Well, Bill tends to do that on Carousel of Progress, but it's not for no good reason. It's in between the the uh, set pieces when the song is going on. And, of course, Bill, will st- he'll be the only one clapping to the theme song. And uh, either one of two things happen. During this, people it'll catch on and people will clap, or he just gets dirty looks. It's either or. It's either yeah. or. Yeah, it's usually more fun when people play along. Yeah, but but I think you get amused either way, really. Uh, when well, you we, yeah, well, we get amused either way. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, Barry, uh, what what is your uh, of all the Disney trips you've taken? Which which one is your favorite? Uh, there, you know, there's, there's so many. And the funny thing is that they all melt into each other now, but there, there are a few that, that rise above the others. And the one is the first one with you. Yes. And I believe that was, God, this September will be two years. September of 2018, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that was the trip that. We met. We we had known each other, uh, yeah, on Facebook before that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you had you for a invite- couple of years. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think uh, when we became admins and crazy for Disney, you said you know you wanted to go and you were pretty much an, an open invite to people. Say you know I got this room, uh, and if anybody wanted to go, and I was like, yeah, I'll go. And and that's where the bromance blossomed. Mm-hmm. See, the amazing thing that was meant for the ladies. <laughs> it was. Uh, but yeah. uh, none of them uh, took 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 me up on that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> not really. No, uh, really, it was uh, it was you, and there was like one other person that I was inviting to go, and I don't remember. Was yeah. it Mackenzie? Not sure. But all I had to hear was free room, and I was yeah. Like, That's all. Yeah. Free room and free cheeses, and I'm in. Mm-hmm. And you were you were there, and you got a and- for life. The, the the fun thing about that is like, while I knew you, we weren't necessarily close. No, no. So there was a chance that we were both going to have a miserable time. You know, there was, there was that yeah. thing where where there's always that outside chance. Like, what if they are just a really boring person? Uh, but that wasn't the case. Uh, we we actually ended having a ton of fun on that trip, oh, um, and and I think the moment that solidified you as definitely being cool 
for me is uh, I got a cheap room uh, and I had to sit through a timeshare presentation. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like uh, two hours. And all I had to do is sit through the two hour presentation. And I had the room for like a week for like $300. And it was a huge suite. You know, you had your uh, big uh, room out front, you had your bedroom and then a bathroom that was like the size of like my, my condominium, um, all of that. Uh, And all I had to do was sit through a two hour presentation. Yeah. And I wasn't going to make you do it, but you said, no, no, no. Don't worry about it. I'm going to go with you. And that way, when you're done, we both can go to the parks together and all of that. And I thought, well, that's a really cool thing to do, especially given what we then had to go through uh, to, to get that. They, uh, um, I will not uh, say the uh, name of the hotel chain uh, mm-hmm. because I don't want to upset Paris. So I won't, I won't say the name of the hotel chain, but they, they, uh, uh, they had a couple of guys. They had the normal guy that uh, tried to talk you through everything. And then if you said no, they brought in the guy playing hardball. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, uh, this guy's name was Bradley. Bradley was the worst. And, uh, uh, Bradley basically tried to guilt shame us into getting a timeshare. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, it didn't work. Um, and if anything, it made it so I won't be going to, uh, Paris's, uh, family's, uh, place to, uh, get a, a timeshare. If I ever decide to do that, I would, uh, much rather do DVC or something like that. Now, based solely on that experience with, Bradley. But the point being, that's when I said, okay, this guy's cool. Uh, and uh, we laughed a lot about our, all, our, all of our experiences with Bradley. And uh, that that really, to me, solidified that uh, you, you were a good guy. So, well, you know, well, first of all, I mean, I said to myself, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm this guy, I'm staying in his room for free. I'm not going to make him sit through this timeshare, you know, uh, alone. On the other hand, I was not expecting what we were going to get. Bradley. Yeah. Yes. And, and, um, he was a, a man that was like a torture chamber in there. And it was like, you had to stay, you had to, because you had to hear what they had to say to, to be able to get whatever the discount you were getting, you know? Um, but yeah, Bradley was like shaming us. Yes, yes, he was <laughs> because very we, much so. Because we had our we had our magic bands on, and I remember uh, him saying, "Well, you you guys certainly vacation a lot, y- you know." Like he was almost like saying, "Well, you vacation so much, why don't you just buy from us?" Yeah. It was so weird. Yeah, it was a strange. <laughs> yeah. I tell you, from there on in, I used to get some invitations for those places. And I said, uh, I ain't going mm-hmm. through Bradley again. Nope. Yeah. Now that I know what to expect out of something like that, I don't think I'll ever do it again either. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, that, if I remember correctly, that was the same trip we did the void. Was it not? It, yes. Yes. Uh-huh. That was fun. And yeah, the void. That was an amazing experience as well. Yeah. For anybody that doesn't know the void is, 
is at Disney Springs and it's um it's a virtual reality type experience. Uh you, you put on all the gear. Um and this this particular one was a Star Wars one. I know they've had uh Wreck It Ralph on other ones. But this was really cool. I mean, you put on all the gear. Um, I think it was like sixty dollars or something. It really wasn't, it was pretty uh, reasonable. And uh I'm sure the cast members follow you around as you're walking around, you know, yeah, to make sure. But I tell you what, like they had one part where you were like on a catwalk and there was lava down there, a very thin catwalk. Yeah. And you could, as feel far the as heat. you saw. Yeah. And you could feel the I'm heat. Sure we were just in a room, you know, like there was, Oh yeah, <laughs> it was, you were just in a room and they probably had heat lamps, but they were pumping the heat. Um, that was a very cool experience. Yeah, and you had guns, and you were blasting stormtroopers, and and it was really fun. I would highly recommend that they still do. I'm sure they're not doing it right now. Yeah, probably um, but, not. And that was also uh, the the uh, pass holder preview for Toy Story Land. That was the first time we went to Toy Story Land. Oh yeah, yeah, and that was. <laughs> and you got to deal with that customer service lady. The customer service, and you know, I I never really have had issues with cast members before. And I understand, see, you had to register. What happened was I registered me and my friend Mackenzie, and she couldn't go. And then I made plans with Bill. So what I was simply, I was simply trying to do, and we went, we had gone to the cast member, uh, to the guest relations place the day before. And I asked them if, if we could switch, if Bill can just take her spot. And they said, yeah, no problem. Just uh, tell the, you know, they made us fill out a form. And I said, it'll be, I'll be good. When we got to the gate at Hollywood Studios that day, there was a cast member uh, that was just saying, I was trying, and she just kept saying, and Bill will tell you, I'm not lying here. She just, when I said, excuse me, and, and after he couldn't get in, she kept on saying no. And I was like, well, I filled out. She goes, no. <laughs> mm. I, was, I, I was trying to, talk, like, she would not say anything besides no. And it was so strange. And I was getting agitated. Bill yeah, had it's to... not your typical Disney experience by any stretch of the imagination, but yeah. th that's what would happen there. And, and I was starting to get really mad because I've never had anybody just not listen to me. I was trying to explain to her, listen, we filled out a form. They said it was going to be okay. We went <laughs> right then we went to the customer service and, and they fixed it. Uh, but I tell you what, that was, that was probably the only really negative experience I ever had with a cast member. But yeah. it worked out in the end. Yes, it did. We so we got in. Yeah. We did Toy Story Land. If I remember correctly, you uh, you beat me at uh, uh, the Toy Story Mania. Oh yeah, well that always happens. I know. That's why. That's why I said. <laughs> if I remember correctly, I was trying to make it seem like sometimes I won, but in reality, <laughs> I never win. I no. never win. I'm just that's a, it's a natural motion for me. That that motion with the. Oh it's yeah, see that you know what I mean. Yeah, that, yeah. That's so true. So, so true. <laughs> do you have any uh, uh, traditions that you do when you go to Disney? Do you have any uh, things that you always have to do? Well, uh, I like to go to the immediately go to Publix, or I like to go to Publix. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, first of all, uh, stock up on all your, you know, fat boy foods. But especially their fried chicken. I gotta get the fried chicken. Uh, other than that, I mean, no. There's no. It used to be that I liked. I liked to first go to like Epcot or something like that. But now it doesn't matter anymore. Uh -huh. 
you know, now we'll just go. I, I've we've gone so many times that, you know, yeah. that's all out the window. We can go anywhere we want now. But yeah, I like I like to stock up on on all the necessities. How about mm-hmm. you? Mm. Yeah, the same thing. It, it it used to be that I was always on the Disney bubble or always in the Disney bubble. Uh, so I didn't get to go and uh, stock up on stuff. I if I had if I wanted it, I had to order it into the hotel room from a uh, delivery service or something along those lines. But now that we've been staying off Disney property, and if you haven't done that, it is pretty fantastic. Yeah. Except when you're parking at Magic Kingdom. But other than that. It is a pretty ma- amazing experience. You can uh, do a whole lot less meals in the park because you're eating uh, before you go or after you get back or whatever the case might be. So highly recommend that. And yes, we that's the, for me, it's the same thing. I like to do that. The old days, I too went to Epcot. Uh, and uh, that's something that I started with my niece. We would go and then we would ride Soren. So that was always how we began our trip and then always how we ended our trip was uh bookends on soren uh but i've i've since kind of stopped doing that <laughs> yeah you can get on these rides so easy now mm-hmm. because we do disney right that's the one thing yes I do. without a doubt yeah even when we're not doing disney right we're doing it right and even when we do something we don't do it right it's 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 out of our hands right oh yeah oh yeah but it's still we find a way to make it right <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> so, with everything in general about Disney itself, mm-hmm. why do you love it so much? What does it actually mean to you personally? You know, Disney is an escape from the real world. That's really the best way I can put it. When I go to Disney, I know I don't have to worry about anything for however many days it's going to be. It's kind of like uh, being a kid again. Uh, If you remember when you were a kid and it was summertime and you'd wake up in the morning and your whole job for an entire summer was just to play, you know, whether it was with your neighbors or whatever, and you'd go out and, You'd always play different games, or sometimes you'd play the same game day after day after day. But that was it. There were no other real cares in the world except for who was going to be it on Kick the Can next, or something along those lines. It was easy. It was simple. And that's what Disney is. You go, and they take care of you. They do everything for you. Know, for you. And they make it so you can just have fun, even no, no. if it is the most expensive day ever. <laughs> I hate that shirt, things. Bill. You had me until that until that point. <laughs> I was I was like I was like, man, this guy he's talking some sense, and then you you, you do that, and now I'm just angry. Yeah, yeah. Those <laughs> shirts are uh, are uh, really annoying. You walk around, Matt. You walk around, and that's all you'll say. And everyone that has them on. The most expensive day ever. I hope there's nobody listening right now that actually has one of those shirts. You're going to get offended. Yeah. But they, they each, they, they all thought that that's like the most genius shirt ever. And then you see 20 of them and you're kind of <laughs> yeah. like, okay. 
So what so, about you though? What 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 makes Disney magic for you? Well, um, I don't know if I can top what you said because it was all true. Um, so true. And I I think it's it's just when you're there, it, it goes back to that experience, I think, that you have when I was a senior. Yeah. You know, that when I was there, I just know that every single second I was there, I was just happy. And every time I am there, I fall, first of all, I fall in love with all the attractions, right? They're all just, I could just ride those things over, especially the dark rides, whether it's Pirates, Haunted Mansion, Dinosaur, any, you know what I mean? To me, and Dinosaur, I know it's weird, but to me, it was one of the great dark rides. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. And, um, and it's not just about the attractions, it's about the experience. It's about, it's about sharing it with people that you formed friendship with friendships with because of the Disney experience. And when you're there, it's hard to find, um, I can try to think it's, it's hard to find a moment where you're not happy. You know, there, there will be uh, certainly there are times when you might be annoyed, <laughs> you know, like when, when Rudy's like, Hey, come on, let's take another yeah. picture. <laughs> yeah. You might be annoyed, but you know, those, those are fleeting things and you go back and you're you're in the disney bubble and you're just let's go anywhere we can go anywhere in this entire resort this big giant lovely bubble you know i don't know if i would want a vacation anywhere else at this point i know people say it all the time they go oh i wouldn't you want to go to like an island or something like no no i just want to go to disney <laughs> and in the summer it's tough because the heat will absolutely get to you it's but, not that bad no not that bad at <laughs> all <laughs> but even looking back at those days, you could say to yourself, yeah, it was very hot and humid and it was disgusting, but I still had a great time. Right, right. And at I the think, end of the day, I'd take off my shirt and I could throw it up against a wall and it would stick. Yes. But, <laughs> but it was still a good yeah. time. Oh, wonderful time. Uh -huh. and, and I think that's the, that's the big thing. It's, it's, I formed friendships, long, long lasting friendships from the d different Disney groups and the Disney, just, just Disney in general. And it's, it's a huge part of my life now. It's never going away. Right. So right. I'm all in. Yeah. I'm all yeah. in. Which I guess leads us to that million dollar question that kind of came about, which is why do the podcast? Why take it to the next level? You have that love of Disney. You have everything that you uh, uh, enjoy about it. Why turn that into a podcast well number one there are others that do it right and when you see them you go if they could do it i know i could definitely do it <laughs> <laughs> and and the thing is like we i think when we came to this idea this this this, this is just a very new idea this was when we were there in february yeah, right? January, February. Uh huh. It was yeah. Super Bowl weekend. Yeah, and we were coming out of, I, I believe it was Epcot. Not mm -hmm. sure, mm -hmm. but it was Epcot. One of us said to the other person, "We should do a podcast." And I don't know who it was or what. It I think really it was matter. you. I, if I remember correctly, it was you that said yeah. it. Yeah, and yeah. I remember, and I remember Bill saying, "Yeah, I think we could do this. We're we're both smart guys." And I was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, and I think. The reason why I wanted to really start one is because it's a way when I'm at home 
also to get get it all out you know talk about disney is is the it's almost like a a, a disney experience while you're not there yeah you know just to really talk about it and to to interact with like-minded people that also love love it also i get nothing but joy talking about it and if we can if 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 you and i could somehow entertain people while doing it then you know then i think it was a good idea right right what about you and uh well number 1 your your you hit the head on the nail or the, the n- nail. nail on the <laughs> whatever you hit the you n- did n- something n- there yeah. <laughs> when uh, you when you said it's it's a way to experience that disney joy when you're not there and it really is you kind of get into that mindset of disney and for the hour, hour and a half, whatever it is, a week that we talk about this, it's like I'm back there again. Yeah. And one of the things, and, and I don't know if, if I've ever told you this story, when I was a kid, I absolutely idolized David Letterman. You've said before, yeah. And when I was, I, I just, I wanted, I was like, I want to have my own show and I want to be able to talk to people and I want to, you know, do all of that stuff. And this is kind of an outlet for that. It's an outlet that uh, has been, I haven't had a way to express for uh, the the uh, number of years that I've thought about doing that. So in addition to being able to talk about something I love, with uh people who understand that it's also a way to live out kind of a weird childhood dream yeah yeah there's 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 so many ways that you can do this now uh with social media and you know all these streaming platforms um and we have you know it's funny thing is we have grown a following very quickly i mean we have I believe 4,500 members. Um, and this yeah. is, we started this, we really, our first, uh, we created the Facebook page before we started the actual podcast. Mm-hmm. We, so maybe, we created the, the uh, uh, Facebook page. If I remember correctly, it was February 18th. Yeah. And then we started the podcast in the middle of March. Right. So, but by that time we only had, we didn't have that many, we maybe have a few hundred members, but since the right. podcast, we grew, very rapidly. The thing is, uh, we have a lot of members on Facebook and we get sometimes, you know, the views we'll get on our live videos. Sometimes we'll get four or 5,000 members, sometimes, or four or 5,000 views, sometimes even more. The issue is we don't get many podcast downloads. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's the reason why we're doing, one of the reasons why we're doing this. Uh, because if you think about it, really, what's the reason for people to go download it? They can watch it on Facebook, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, so our hope with this is to have exclusive content uh, that people will hopefully want to listen to uh, that will drive them, you know, to our podcast. And then while they're there, maybe they'll download the episodes that they have missed or whatever. But I, I think this is an experimental thing and uh, we're hoping it works. We're hoping it works because I've quit my job and I need <laughs> to put a roof over my head. So, Bill, is there anything else that you'd want to add before we wrap this up? You know, I guess the big thing is that I can't wait to go back. Yeah. You know, 
the pandemic shutting everything down and life really changing has kind of stunk in a lot of regards you know and that's one more beautiful thing about this podcast is it it came along right when disney was shuttering uh down in disney world and uh, out in disneyland as well we had the podcast and it was the next day or the day after that that they closed uh and, and then they just opened back up a few days ago uh when we're recording this so it is great that 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 we've we've been able to have this outlet and i look forward to getting back to a normal that i love so much yeah without a doubt uh i think when we do go back uh if it is sometime this year it's probably not going to be back to the way it was before but just being home again i think would would be nice and uh, I absolutely cannot wait. And we'll save hopefully soon. Hopefully Bill and I will have a podcast trip soon. And that'll be a lot of fun. That would be a yes. lot of fun to document. Yes. You guys can, of course, if you're listening on the podcast, you've already found us. Um, but if you're listening to us on uh, Apple Podcasts, could you please give us a rating? That would help us out tremendously. We are also live with our uh, weekly live streams every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, live on Facebook. So, again, thanks, guys. This has been really fun, recording our first episode of an Airbnb story, uh, Journey into Our Imagination. It wasn't as creepy as I thought it would get, Bill. Well, it, we only have one under our belt. Wait until, <laughs> like, show three or four, and yeah. then we'll see where we're at. I think this might be a show uh, where we do this maybe every other week, or we'll see. We'll see, we'll see how it turns out, but we're going to make another one very soon. Uh, we're not exactly when it's, exactly when we're going to publish this thing, but it's going to be very soon. So uh, again, guys, thank you very much, and we hope you enjoy whatever day you're listening to this. Have a magical day. You've been listening to Airbnb Podcast. So that we don't find your lack of support disturbing, make sure you like, share, and subscribe on social media.